It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yep, there it is Another week We in this motherfucker Absolutely Absolutely <laughs> What's good, man? How you feeling? <laughs> ah, man, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? You know, police still shooting niggas up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah he's Shoot celebrating niggas. 4th of July in the shadows of oppression. Yeah. Ain't that Black oppression, shit. women's oppression, uh-huh. all kind of oppression out here in these streets. Yeah, it's, it's going strong. This oppression is feeling way more oppressive. They got that shit like it's like an AC. They got that shit on high. Mm-hmm. This ain't energy saver oppression. Right. Mm-mm. So, you know, got all that, you know what I'm saying? Shit. But, you know, it's happy to have a day off. Kind of. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a day off, so can't even say that. Because halfway through, I had to send a crew out to Akron to cover these protests. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So... Uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Rest in peace. What's my? What's it? Jalen Walker. Walker. Jalen Walker. Rest in peace to that young man. That's a damn shame. Meanwhile, some dude shoot up a whole bunch of motherfuckers in Chicago. Get escorted into the police station unscathed. Right. right. Yeah, man. Not one bullet fired. Bullshit. I was calling Fourth of July White Juneteenth. Sure. <laughs> The dress rehearsal for freedom. It wasn't every all the actors wasn't present for that one. That wasn't for everybody. Right. But uh yeah. anyway, yeah. Oh um, you know, the old uh the old America curse. You know, I was thinking about that earlier today though. One of the few I don't want to say one of the few reasons, but it feels like one of the few reasons that I actually fuck with America on some level, because there's a lot of reasons that I don't. But it's the fact that we could still complain about that shit out loud. You know right. what I mean? Till they silence niggas. But right. in the right. meantime, I got some grievances. Yeah, man, you, you know, know. You gonna have grievances no matter what you at. These mm-hmm. just our grievances and these the ones we got, so hey. Mm-hmm. You only yeah. can do work with what you got to work with, so But anyway, in the spite of all of that, in the midst of all of that that bullshit. Uh, did you enjoy your half of a day off? <clears throat> it was cool. I, you know, you know, it was one of them situations where it was a beautiful day. It started off beautifully. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm like, I had to get out there and, you know what I mean, see what's cracking, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> then, you know, the building had a little something outside, you know. So it was like, yeah, check check it out, see what's cracking. But um, you know, ultimately, by the time I got ready, <clears throat> excuse me, by the time I got ready to go out, you know, the dark clouds started looming. You know what I'm saying? So I might have got about thirty minutes in, and then it was about to rain. So that was that. That was Fourth of July, people. <laughs> But I did get a lot of um, planning and thinking done, you know what I'm saying? Got a team on mm-hmm. the streets doing, you know what I'm saying, doing black news things. 
Um, so that was a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, but largely, you know what I'm saying? I had a very um, non productive, non um, celebratory 4th of July. Mm. If that makes any sense. Uh, <clears throat> what about you? Uh, it was decent. It was decent. It wasn't too much. I've been out in uh, Atlantic City since. Oh, Friday. so you out there? You out there kicking it? Nah, I'm out here working, but yeah, kind of, somewhat, little split, splitting the difference, doing a no little doubt. bit. Uh, yeah, out here doing shows. El Capitan is out here too. I was gonna try to get him on the pod, but I ain't had no extra mic and shit. And it was last minute when I thought about it. But uh, it's me, Vlad's cat, Mike Feeney. We out here doing shows. Been doing them from uh, Friday out here till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or today when you hear this. And um It's cool. It's cool. Yesterday I went out to Ocean City, Jersey. Went out mm-hmm. to Ocean City, Jersey. And this is the second time that this has happened to me in the Atlantic City, uh in surrounding areas where you know, I don't go to the beach a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not that I even, or the, even the boardwalk or whatever, often enough to where, and honestly, it might not even been the total intent to go there. But anyway, I went out there to go, went to Ocean City just to walk the boardwalk or get a, there's a little cheesesteak spot out there I wanted to check out. And mm-hmm. it was pretty solid. But I went out there and I realized I was not dressed to be out there. I was very overdressed. I had on black jeans, a black T-shirt. Like, I was looking crazy. This is bikini <laughs> weather. People was out here with no shirts on. And I was in that bitch looking like security. But mm-hmm. um, I walked a little bit, walked a little bit. And, uh, you know, took in the sights. You know what I'm saying? The beginning of the day. And then had shows later on that night. So that was about the extent of my fourth. Uh, it was all right. I didn't go see the fireworks. There was fireworks going on down at uh, at uh, some of the other hotels and casinos. But I ain't really, you know, I think when we were on stage was probably when that shit was cracking anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've realized a few years ago, I'm not, fireworks, I could take them or leave them. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you seen... <laughs> Not to sound like that guy, but what you've seen them, um, you've seen it. You know what it is. You know, doom, 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 doom. And then there's the whole, you know, the little whatever, the 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 whole, is this the end? And then, that's the finale. You're like, oh, shit. All right. Okay. And you walk away. And then, depending on where you live, you just hear niggas letting off M80s and gunshots until the ninth. You know what I'm saying? So there's that <laughs> to look forward to. It's you know the pandemic, the pandemic get, year was from May 25th to August. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, where you get, they must, yeah, that's that pandemic year. It was like, they got they got that shit off a truck. These motherfuckers, they cut, they cut off a shipment because the shit was ridiculous. It, it sounded like Afghanistan in the hood. But, yeah, that was that was manufactured, man. That, that wasn't real. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't have surprised. It was like coordinated. Like, you know, that truck fell off. Something fell off the truck in every city. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like that shit got distributed like crack. Yeah. It was everywhere at once. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that shit. (laughs) I could see that for real now. But yeah, that's what I did. We had a good little dinner last night. Went to this little Italian restaurant after the show. You know, mm-hmm. and it was we got there right as they were closing, and 
the hostess. Well, the hostess was ready to shut it down, but one of the, I guess the the owner had a little mercy. He was like, nah, come on in. And then we ate good and we chopped it up. Man. Nice little, spent a good amount of chop-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's the one thing I do miss about, you know, you know, when you're on the road, you're on, you know, doing shows with other comics and shit, just the uh, before show chop-up and the after show mm-hmm. chop-up, you know. I mean, like, that's a, okay, before the show chop-up, how does that go? Uh, it's more a lot about scouting report. It's a lot about intentions. Uh, mm-hmm. what happened the night before? If there was a night before, you know, how it's looking in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, all of the shit. I think I'm gonna work on this tonight. I'm gonna do this shit. <laughs> Niggas you know getting I mean? their prep. Yeah, 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 getting in there. You know what, man? Fuck that shit. I'm gonna do this shit. These motherfuckers. You know what? Yeah, they. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing that shit. I'm going to try that tonight. You know, all of that, that type right. of shit. Right. And then, you know, the after shop up is like, you know, there's a little bit of, all right, that was what it was. Crowd was bullshit. Or that was, that crowd was better than last night. Or, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? But then after that, it's just like, yo, um, let's go sit down. Let's go get something to eat. And then we talk about all other shit. And we talk about a lot of other shit prior to, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just, you know what's going on in the in the comedy landscape. What's going on in the world? You know, you see where people's political views are. You know what I'm saying? How they seeing certain things? You know, mm-hmm. have all types of interesting conversations and interesting theories you throw back and forth. You know, you know mm-hmm. regular old chop up and shit. So, <laughs> but it's good though. It's good, right? Especially right. when it's somebody, you know, it's different points of view. It's always it's always interesting. You know, it's like a but, weed cipher without the trees. Right. But like if you get like if you out in the town, like you're in Atlanta City now, you got a couple of comics that you cool with that you mm-hmm. go back with, like, you know. So is it just seems it's like a a comic retreat or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do y'all kick it over the few days or y'all just kick it once and everybody go their separate ways to their own silos? Nah, we kick it over the few days. We kick it, okay. you know. There's moments where you might go to your silos. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of, because we here for the whole situation. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we here all day. So there's times when, like, you, know, you go back to your room, you try to get some work done or whatever, whatever. But, like, for sure, there's going to be the pre-show and post-show chop-up. Now, that <laughs> might be the... Middle of the day, we just had like a whole little middle of the day. Let's go get a go, go get something to eat type of situation. Chop mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's some of that, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Or you might be walking the floor, bump into somebody, you know what I mean? That type of thing, but yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's a cool little. And what's the audience like out there right now? This Fourth of July weekend, Atlantic City. What's, what's the audience? Like? Yeah, like what's the environment like? Who's out there? Um. It's a casino crowd. It's a Atlantic City casino crowd. So casino crowds always interested to me. There's like a lot of um a lot of silver hairs, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? A lot of, you know what I mean? But then there's there's dudes with their ladies, you know what I'm saying? There's 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 uh there's some gambling addicts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's some narcotic addicts. You know what I'm saying? Niggas tweaking in the front row. I had some shit yesterday where 
I had to tell my man because he was like doing a whole lot. He was, I'm like, nigga, this ain't an NA meeting. I don't know if you came to share, but this is a comedy show. You bugging right now. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, it's just weird. It's like, uh, okay, so you got, you got your, the down the shore looking, you know, white folks. You know what I'm saying? Like cats that look like they be in the gym all week. You know what I mean? Come to the, you know, tank tops and shit and super hardcore tans. You know what I mean? And you got your casino life motherfuckers and they could range in age from 20 to 70 with the white jeans on and, you know what I mean, the flamboyant, you know, gaudy tops. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they come to either make some money or spend some money. And then you got... You got your people that are just trying to get away, you know, and then you got your, your, you know, your little, your couples. Then you got, like I said, you got the elderly, then you got some kids. It's a, it's a mishmash. It is mm-hmm. a motley crew, to say the least. It is an absolute motley fucking crew. <laughs> All types of, you know, it's a, it's a random bunch, put it like that. It's random, but it's consistently random. You know right. what I mean? Like you said, oh, this looks just like last night. Right. Random motherfuckers. It's like somebody casted them, <laughs> but they so consistent with, yeah, all right, fuck it, put that in there too. It's like a damn Romare Bearden. Is it Romare Bearden? Oh, no, mm-hmm. Jackson Pollock. Well, you're just mm-hmm. throwing a bunch of paint on the shit. That's how yeah. I mm. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you find that type of crowd easier to rock or more difficult? Uh... More difficult, you find yourself, because then there's also the little parameters, you know? Um, keep the shit PG, which is it's bullshit, to be totally honest with you. Like, you know, and that kind of gets broken early. You know what I mean? Like, initially, when you first start doing it, you know, you kind of shredding through your shit and trying to, you know what I mean? Okay, maybe that might be a little too inflammatory. Maybe not talk about that. Or, oh, that might be da-da-da-da-da. And then one of the comics you're on the show with, they just say, fuck it. And they take the silence off and they spray the room and then they kill because they get into perform untethered. And you just ah. like, oh, that shit, that's some bullshit. You know what I mean? So then you got that. But then you also have the fact that particularly these shows are like, a lot of things about casinos that I've realized, like how the casino ecosystem works, is a lot of this shit is just all based on incentives. We just want you to come down here and spend money. Mm-hmm. So we'll throw everything at you. We'll get you a nice little suite. We'll comp you some dinners. You know, you'll get free tickets to a comedy show. But we just know in the last year, you spent $25,000 here at the casino. You know what I mean? Because we all got all of your shit on these little cards. So we know what type of motherfucker you are. We know what type of person you are. So here's some tickets. Come on through. So you mm-hmm. might get people that are just popping in. It's just something to do. Right. You know what I mean? It feels like I went to the state fair in Jersey just last week, too. It almost feels a little bit like that. Like when you're at the state fair, you know, there's a magic show. There's a hypnotist. There's a pig race, you know what I'm saying? And then there's rides and funnel cake and cotton candy. And you just, you pay to get in and you indulge at will. You say, let me go see the hypnotist. But I didn't come here to see the hypnotist. But, oh, they got a hypnotist? (laughs) I ain't never seen a hypnotist before. Let me see. And 
So there's various levels of engagement. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't. It's not. It is not uh, uncommon to see a motherfucker come in the middle of the show and sit dead in the front row. It is not uncommon to see a motherfucker leave in the middle of the show and <laughs> just walk out. And you can't take that shit to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. You just do your thing. And um, after a while, you just look at it like, man, fuck that. I'm doing me. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that comes, that becomes part of that little pre-show talk. You like, yo, man, fuck that shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing me tonight. I don't get fuck because it's really just, it's just the three of y'all against the world. You know what I'm saying? Like it, nobody else is but so invested in it. You right. know what I mean? So it is what it is. Obviously, I love being here like the paper. So thank you for that. But um, mm. you know, it is what it is. It's just kind of sometimes it is what it is. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. True indeed. And I hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you never think about a comedian's work, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, come out here, be funny, nigga. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? You don't think about what that person has to go through, you know what I mean? Or what the process is like, you know, how your how your partying, you know what I'm saying, affects his job. If you come in a belligerent drunk, how that affects right. that person's job. It's like, it's just crazy because it's a very, um, nobody knows a lot about it. You know what I mean? As far as the back, the backside and the inner workings because obviously that would take away from, you know, it being funny if you knew how hard the, the work was. You know, right, right. You don't so want to know how the hot dog is made. Yeah, right. So you know, as you as you uh, watch them and go through the process, like nowadays, you know, you get more like from the bigger comedians, or like you know, you get more of what Dave Chappelle went through when he had to take his time off. Now, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. could talk about it and work through it, and it's all it's part of the thing. But just in general, you don't you don't know what the fuck you know. Your your local comedian is going through, you know, mm. putting together his show it, to make you motherfuckers laugh. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's funny about that. I would say you probably learn more than you did back in the day in the way of there's more content that is outside of the stage, right? Mm-hmm. So damn near every comedian got some sort of podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And more often than not. They're talking about, you know, what they would consider inside baseball. And then you would, if you're a fan, if you're a comedy fan and you listen to a podcast, you can kind of almost be somewhat informed as to some of the culture of comedy without doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like, just from listening to motherfuckers talking about that shit, you'll learn what a check spot is or you'll learn what running the light is and all of that shit just because you've heard people talk about it. Like, But that's when you're like a fan of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the other thing, back to like the casino crowd or random crowds and, and you know, like these fringe crowds, crews, all of that shit, that, you know, the goal or one of the main goals is to scale your own audience. You know what I'm saying? So then people know what to expect when they come to see you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like when you got an audience, like people know who they going to see when they go see Cat Williams. People know what they going to see when they see Dave Chappelle. 
You know what I'm saying? People might not know who they're going to see. If they don't know you, they mm-hmm. just, okay, I hope this motherfucker funny. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe they <laughs> go on your, your gram or your YouTube or whatever and see a clip or whatever and kind of get a gauge, but they're, they're not in your fan base. So the goal is to to build your fan base, which I just one of the things that I, you know, admittedly I have a hard time with because I just it just feels so, uh, what's the word? Just to me, and it's not, but it just kind of, there's a, there's a grossness to it, but it's part mm-hmm. of the business. You know, they always say business is bigger than show. You know what I'm saying? And the business is to scale that shit. So the business is to market yourself. The business is to be there. The business is to, yo, look at me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and you feel like, damn, they got to do enough of that on stage. But <laughs> not if you're trying to win, win, win out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Not if you don't want just... Random Larry and Susie at the show walking in in the middle of this motherfucker, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, so it is what it is. I mean, where you at with it? I'm at a real. Uh, I don't know, man. I gotta hold myself accountable and do more of this shit. Shit that's gonna do it. I just I overthink that shit. You know what I'm saying? I've always overthought mm-hmm. that shit. I've always felt as though. One of the things that I, I've, it's enough to be in the room doing a joke that might not hit. Like, I, I'd rather do a joke that don't hit and see a nigga kind of be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Then in my fantasy, see a motherfucker, lay, you know what I'm saying, laid up with his lady in the bed looking at the at the phone at some shit that I got, looking at the show, you're like, yo, you see that shit? <laughs> and if that shit, I'm so far removed, but for whatever reason, that shit bothered me more. You know what I mean? And it's like, you got to get over that shit. You can't control none of that shit. And things are easier said than done. And, you know, I realize that honestly, the, the best way to scale anything is consistency. So right. it's quantity over quality. And don't get, you know, I, I get it. Logically, I get it. It's just, you know, just um, comfort level. Uh, it's It's uneasy to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, shit, nigga, I know all of the mantras, you know, everything is outside your comfort zone and all of that other shit. And I, you got to get over it. And it's only, it's only me. It's all me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, you know, I'm just being honest with you. That's, that's one of them things. Right. Um, you know. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, man. We all, we all there, you know what I'm saying? Because you get to a place where you, you see it, you're in the room, you know, the, you're looking at the crowd. You know how you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know how it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You appreciate where you're at. You appreciate the check. But if you had it your way, how would you have it? And how do you get there? You know what I'm saying? And, right. And that's, you know, that's something we all, you know, go through or, or, or try to analyze. You know, I know right. I do it often. You know what I mean? Analyze where I'm at. And, you know... There are times you sit there and analyze yourself out of the game. Like, well, shit, uh, I need this thing to be this. And you're not even really, you know, taking account of what's right in front of you and how do you use what's in front of you as a, as a step, you know what I'm saying, as opposed mm-hmm. to abandoning and then starting over, you know. A lot of times mm-hmm. you abandon something and then it's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to start something fresh. Because you want something, a lot of times in your mind, you think you want something that hit the first time. 
yeah. Right. Boom, I put it out. Everybody loved it. And here we go. And I just march off into the sunset on this one idea that everybody loved the first time I put it out. Right. You know, which it don't work like that. So you put nope. it out, motherfuckers don't have, have much to say because there's a lot going on out here. You know what I mean? These might not have nothing to say about your move or your or your next step. But you gotta you gotta build it out. You gotta continue to sell it. You gotta find find the audience that really likes that shit. There's an audience for everything. It's your job to find it. So, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm guilty of that shit too. You know what I'm saying? I throw something all the way away. Fuck that. Oh, ball it up, throw it in the trash, Kobe shot. Whew. All right, next. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kobe shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, oh, shit. But, yeah. you know, that that you say consistency, the stick to itiveness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the part that right. that gets 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 you over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that 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 100 people that liked your shit might turn into 500. You know? Right. And then right. if it if it ends at 500, you got to be able to how you maximize your 500. Right. I I remember doing the fucking after the magazine started to falter as far on the print side, I started this blog. And my blog was kind of stuck at like 5,000. And I was like, damn, huh? And then it was like 5,000 and they wouldn't comment. They wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? It was just, you see them looking, but you don't, they don't respond. They don't really, they're not in the comment. They're not active with it. Engaged, as they would say. And then and then you'll be in the streets and somebody be like, yeah, yeah, I saw that, that post, boo. I'm like, damn, nigga, you could have commented or something right <laughs> you know what I'm like that bitch yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then until it feel like you talking to nobody you know yeah and then you ball that shit up shoot that shit in the trash and start over with something new and then when you start over with something new you be like damn I wish I had them 5,000 people cause now this little 20 likes ain't <laughs> hitting on nothing <laughs> And then you start back over and, you know, you can't do it. You got to build on the 5,000, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. If it's just going to be 5,000, let's just take these 5,000 somewhere. Huh? Take them on the experience, you know? And yeah. at some point, you know, they'll spread the word. It'll grow. It'll grow. It's, you know, it's like when a motherfucker be getting dreads and they go through that, that, that little phase. This shit looking real fuzzy. And everybody like, yo, what's going on? What you doing? You gonna cut your shit or you you getting braids? You getting dressed? Like you building something? You cultivating something? And you gotta stick to that shit. Next thing you know, you looking like old fucking Rock Nation hove. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that was a terrible what's, analogy what's, or not, but you know, it's just like hove? you know, his shit is just all the way out there, sprouted out there. Like it, it, people like, oh, okay, I see what you did. You know what I'm saying? It was a moment where it was un was unfamiliar for cats that, right, right, right. that didn't know what Hove looked like beyond the Caesar. Niggas was like, right. oh, he must be in the studio. Cause you know that became the mythology. Right. right. Oh, damn, nigga, he must be working on the triple album. This thing woofy. What's going on here? And then it's what? like, oh, Basky. Okay, you on some Basky art shit. I, I nah, nah, nah. He on some full, he on some full Miami nigga dreads now. Right. But that's, uh, that's when I got yeah. it. When I seen him, I'm like, oh, he look like a Miami nigga. 
Okay. I get it I, now. I, I, right. I, okay, I know. I see what he going for. You uh, know what I'm saying? Doodle dread, sweatsuit, you know, rich nigga. You know? Mm-hmm. You can pull it you can pull it off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you know, I'm gonna speak for myself. You just can't um apologize for the attempts. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. if them shits messed them up, the attempts are better than nothing. You know what I'm saying? And you're gonna learn, you're gonna gain some information from that. You know, and you know it's just it's you know it is what it is. It ain't nothing worse than knowing that you in your own way. You know what I'm right. saying? It's nothing more frustrating than that shit. It ain't it ain't really it ain't the man <laughs> who mm-hmm. sends you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like ah, you know, <laughs> you know you know I don't even like feeling this vulnerable on the pod. But this is what we hear. This is the conversation. This is where it is you, this you, week. You, this is what we talking about. You feeling vulnerable? I'm somewhat a little bit, you know, because it's uh, like I said, I don't want to say you got all the answers, but you know what you need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you talk to people, they know what they need to be doing. They'll tell you in the conversation what they need to be doing, but mm-hmm. they if they don't do it, it's just like, all right, what you talking about it for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. you just gotta let it out your head so the universe can yeah. hear you. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you might not act right away, you know, but a lot of times you say some shit that travel around and come right back around and slap you in the face. Pow! Oh, shit. Right, right. I said that shit eight years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I did that thing eight years ago. Now somebody else doing it. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Should I be working on these ideas that's in my head right now? You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because... It ain't never over. I don't care what nobody say. People, you put out new shit every day. You know what I mean? So, you just keep going. Keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? You you might fail some shits. You might miss some opportunities. You might not be first on Bitcoin and shit or the first investor in Uber and all that good shit. But it's still a chance to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make some shit happen. Change whatever your daily environment is. You could change that bitch just by a thought and some action. You know, moving your hands and your feet and change your whole world. That's how damn near simple shit be. You know what I mean? Now the work and the process ain't simple, but sometimes it's just a matter of doing that shit, trying that shit, going on the journey. You know what I'm saying? Not being paralyzed by your fear. You know, all this shit that the, you know, the, you know, the motivational people always saying, you know, the, <laughs> right, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't want to sound like that, you know what I mean? But right. at the same time, this shit, I be talking to myself, you know, be in full transparency, you know what I'm saying? I be yeah. in, the, in my own mirror like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Right, <laughs> you right. said that shit even eight that, years ago. <laughs> even that, just how you talk to yourself sometimes. Because I've been trying to keep my my self talk positive, but it mm-hmm. still be aggressive. It still be Harold from Mel- from Menace. You know what I'm saying? These niggas killed your cousin. Nigga, what the fuck is you? You know what I mean? Like, hold on now. You can speak a little kinder. You know what I mean? You wouldn't talk to a plant like that. You know what I'm saying? Like let that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what oh, we talking to you? Yeah, nigga. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, man, that's real talk. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, you, either way, your nice self-talk, your, your mean self-talk. Yeah, whatever works. All the self-talk yeah. that, that it is, it's just really, 
that was the self action. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that that part right there is is the part that that you have to master. And if you could do that shit without thinking about it too hard, then you know what I'm saying you will move faster than mm-hmm. you know what I mean being perfect and moving slow. Yeah, right, right. Just get it done. Cause most motherfuckers, the the real truth of the matter is, motherfuckers ain't real. They don't give that much of a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll pay attention, but that the bandwidth. For look, you gonna be doing the most obsessing about your shit than anybody. You know what I mean? Even the number one fan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or the number two fan, because you should be your number one fan. But you know, like motherfuckers ain't gonna remember all of the the whack shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I totally forgot about Ghetto Techno just till about a week ago. What's that? That was one of them. That was a Jay Z record that he was trying to get to go. It was like a real like a EDM type record. I totally forgot. When was yeah. that? A few years ago, probably like oh eight, oh seven, some shit like that. And um, it wasn't that good, but it wasn't terrible in retrospect. Like I listened to it, it's not as bad. But like, I forget when one of these threads, somebody was like, "Jay Z ain't never had no whack shit." You know what I'm saying? They was like, "Well, what about this?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I totally forgot about that." And he again, never all had, of this like, shit Jay-Z is never had no what? No whack shit. Oh. Yeah, it's a, know, that's all subjective. Yeah, it's a couple. It's a couple. JC yeah. like he like LL. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? LL mm-hmm. LL be hard. You know what I'm saying? You be expecting all these things, and he come with some some wackness, and he be like, ah. Then LL go back and reinvent the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And come back and be like, oh shit, who is this nigga? That's LL. Oh god damn, LL. Right. <clears throat> when walking in the Panther kind of fell flat. You know, there was a couple of joints on that Jingling Baby remix and, you know, a couple other ones. But after Bad, that shit was like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't the Bad album. That nigga quietly went back to his corner, came back out with that Mama Said Knock You Out album. But then he came back with that Booming System single first, which didn't even sound like LL. He totally Mm. went in the opposite direction. Cause he was more loud mm-hmm. and I'm bad, da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying. Right. Then he came back with that that real cool laid back, you know, it's Cut. funky, funky, funky when you hear no airplay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, that's that's, that's LL, nigga. Like, oh, yeah, this is like a reinvention. Like he 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 milked his career so long just by keep reinventing his sound. You know what I right. mean? And right. Then when when moved over to TV and shit. Right. You're going to be rich forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, this is the freedom to reinvent yourself, and you don't have to stay in one place because you're a person. Right. You know. Yeah, man. This was was, uh, therapeutic. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you something. (laughs) It is. It is. I hope hope y'all get some shit from this because I'm fucking with it. We'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm gonna do anything with it, but right in this moment, I feel good. I feel like a nice little bomb. Um, you know what else felt good? I seen it is just it's just funny how I just I saw I sent this little video of Patty LaBelle and the City Girls. Right, right, you know right. What I mean, just kicking it a little bit, taking a photo. It looked mm-hmm. like you know JT was about to 
put like put a you know laid up on a shoulder type shit, and then she kind of was mm-hmm. like, oh, let me let me respect the queen. And Patty was like, come on now, stop playing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it just felt it was cool to see those two different generations and eras, you know, of women converge in a in a in a space of love and respect. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and who knows what the conversation was like, but what I really appreciated about it was just to show, um, one, how uh, forever relevant that Patti LaBelle is. And I've mm-hmm. always heard that. This is not the first time I've seen a video where she's been very welcoming of a younger generation or a, a, another star or whatever. Like I've seen, I forget who else, I forget who it was, but like, I know you or whatever, whatever, like real, you know, uh, I don't want to say auntie love, you know, but just mm-hmm. like selfless, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, yo, come on, you here. If you she here, like, you here. You know what I'm like, saying? Yeah, like she, if you, yeah, you ain't here she, by, by chance. Right. You know what I'm saying? You hear by fate. This was supposed to be. Right. So let's embrace this shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and let's feel good in this moment and understand that you belong to this moment as much as I do. I thought that shit was cool. That's what I got from it. It just in just did a little 13 second clip. And then the other part was whoever was narrating it was like, um, who them girls? They got <laughs> that shirt say no bra. <laughs> I like that too because that's. That's the other part of it all too. Like it's just uh just to show, you know what I mean, like uh what what it is to be provocative in this day and you know, that everybody's been provocative. Patty LaBelle was provocative and right. can still be considered provocative. And it's right. just like there's always the the outside glaze the outside gaze and the people that are like commenting on it or just processing it. What that shirt say? No bra. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, Patty LaBelle is like like your like your big auntie, not 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 like your mama's yeah. sister, unless you know what I'm saying. Right, unless you, right, right. Unless you know you, you, she got one of them older older sisters, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's like more like your grandma's sister. She grandma Jason, <laughs> if not grandma. Yeah. You know what, not, what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She like your grandma's sister, but she was the baby of the family, so right, she she right. just out of range. But uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? She still relevant, still come around, got a brand new Cadillac area mm-hmm. <laughs> type of auntie. <laughs> yep. Know how yeah. to show up. Yeah. And somebody was like, uh, that's when a rich auntie see her rich nieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was cool. <laughs> that's that's uh, a crazy shit. dynamic. Mm-hmm. When you got the rich auntie, then you then the young richies, and everybody else mm-hmm. get isolated. Right, right. <laughs> and right. Like, oh, that's the rich motherfuckers over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's my auntie, oh, though. I love America. her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was Essence Festival weekend. I guess it was playing yeah. on Hulu Live, which I don't have, so I didn't see the stream. But I oh, where? Yeah, God. it was seen because I, you know, I seen a bunch of people, you know, kind of real time tweeting about what was going on, and I knew they mm-hmm. wasn't in New Orleans, so I saw that it was it was streaming on Hulu Live, which a lot of these festivals are streaming on, you know, like not mm-hmm. on Hulu Live, but a lot of these. Well, we talked about this before, but mm-hmm. a lot of these festivals are streaming in real time, you know, for the people on the couches, right. and uh, 
which is always appreciated. But it seemed like it was a nice little, nice little vibe out there. And it's so funny to see. I guess it's just evidence of getting older, but like more of the people that I grew up with listening to performing at Essence Fest. Mm-hmm. You know, Essence Fest is kind of I don't say all the way legacy, but it's a lot of legacy, and it's some you know some some upstarts and some you know on the verge or whatever you know kind of on the peripheral but like now more and more a lot of these people are the main stage acts of people that shit they they was in my playlist in college you know what Mm. I'm saying like oh shit wow look at that well the good thing is still somewhere for on the plea you know somewhere for on the absolutely it's a beautiful Uh, thing you know it's a beautiful thing a lot of times you you know People don't have nowhere to be performing, which, mm-hmm. you know, when when you got a platform that embraces all the generations as the SS Fest does, you know, it's a good thing because, you know, a lot of times people build festivals with just, okay, who's the hot artist that's going to sell these tickets right now, right? And Essence is a great example of it's a bigger than the artist that perform it. You know what I mean? It's people come for the experience. And because people come for the experience, it gives you more latitude to put different kinds of artists who might not be top billing right now in this moment, but that are still very entertaining across the board. Like, you know, to have a place where Frankie Beverly and Mays was able to perform for years, you know what I'm saying? Like, you knew you could catch them at Essence Fest, if nowhere else, you know? It's like, that's a that's a beautiful platform to have in in the black space, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Like you rock and rollers, they always got places to go. So for our for our audience, young and old, it's like having a place where you know, oh, I could get a little bit of this, I could get a little bit of that, all cross generational. You go out to Essence Fest, you see people out there who have about three generations of family members hanging out together. And it's not a whole lot of spaces like that, so you know, hopefully they they're able to retain, you know, they you know under new ownerships. Hopefully they're able to retain that experience because that's important. It's like shit, museum live. You know what I'm saying? It's like the state of our art, the state of our culture being able to be put placed in one place every year, and hopefully it'll be other ones that sprout up that cater to other different parts of. The culture yeah yeah it seems like this hopefully there's some there's some that we seeing. they're not as established or as long-standing but you know it's building and it's great to see that it's great to see that shit you know yeah so keep them platforms alive you know BET Awards being one of them that was last week you know mm-hmm. that's good to see so many people I missed it I was out in the world but you know Man, uh, it's like good. It it's good to see the BET Awards, you know, finally be able to settle into what they are, who they are. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of years, especially the years um, post social media, post Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. BET Awards was always a a you could bookmark it for criticism. You know what I'm saying? Every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just look at this ghetto ass shit. Look, look, oh my God. Look, you know what I'm saying? The EBT very, Awards. Yeah, yeah, the EBT Awards. Just very critical. 
until, which is very interesting, the pandemic, when the BET Awards pushed forward with a virtual show that mm-hmm. really topped all of the virtual shows that came out. You know what I'm saying? It was mm. the one of the more better produced. We probably would, I would go and say it was the best produced award show during the pandemic. That's why, right. you know what I'm saying, the guy that produced it went on to produce, you know what I'm saying, the Oscars and a whole bunch of other awards. Jesse Bowl, Collins, right? Right, you know what I'm saying, Super Bowl and all that shit because during the pandemic, he was able to right. pull off something entertaining within the space that felt that still had the gravitas of an, an award show. So it's good coming out of it that now we're at a space culturally where we could we could um, appreciate the blackness of the BET Awards, you know what I'm saying? And the, you know, the nuances and the things that might not be like some of these, you know, mainstream awards, but that's uniquely ours. So, you know, that's that's that goes to that staying consistent, the stick to itiveness, the perseverance. You know, what if after the first first couple of years of all that Twitter bashing, they was like, you know what, we might not want to do this shit again. We I'm tired of these motherfuckers talking about us. Mm-hmm. Now they ain't fold. They kept going. They kept going. Yeah, they here. Uh, you know, one thing that I peeped that I like just recently, as far as their promo goes, that I thought was pretty cool um and i've seen other people do this but not in this way but they do bt i guess has done an ad buy on youtube and you know like you know when the ads come up you got the the choice to skip ads but oftentimes there's a lot of people that put videos up mm-hmm. bt puts performances up from past bt awards Mm-hmm. So if you missed it, like for a long time, it was running like the Summer Walker performance or mm-hmm. some other performance. And it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because even if you watched it for the little five seconds until you could skip the ad, it made an impression. And it got you where you were, you know, because, you know, a lot of these networks that were under the cable umbrella, you know what I mean, in the age of streaming and cord cutting, some of these some of these networks people have lost touch with. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, let me catch you where you are. I know you're over there at YouTube where there's no cost to your entertainment. And when you're catching kind of the the uh the the outtakes or the the whatever was distributed from the cable system to the streamers, just let you know we out here, we still doing fly shit, and this this is current than a motherfucker. This is relevant. And this shit was a dope performance. I don't know if you missed it, but if you did, here, check that out. And we'll be back. We're doing it this time. I thought that, you know, I like that. I like that because it definitely made, it put it top of mind, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it worked. It worked. <laughs> I mean, I still missed it, but I was out in the world. But I, you know, I had all intentions to check it out. <laughs> I, mean, I missed it. Uh, but I heard it was good. Um... What else, man? What's going on with you, man? Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Man. What's going on with me, man? Shit. Same old shit. <laughs> you didn't even get to shit. <laughs> same old same, man. You know what I'm saying, dog. 
Yeah, I can't man. call it. I can't call it at all, man. Really, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm here. I'm in that space that we just talked about. That's why I was able to mm-hmm. speak to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And analyzing right. where I'm at. You know, appreciating where I'm at. You know, um, got got a few things coming up. That's that'll it's gonna put my name out there in ways that I've wanted it to be out there in a minute. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Got the. Uh, the HBCU documentary that'll probably drop like uh, early fall. That's you mm-hmm. know that's pretty much complete. We in the final stages of color and all that shit now. So that's 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 one thing. And then you got uh, you know, it's just kind of like okay, I got all these 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 uh dots that need connecting. You know what I'm saying? How do I connect it on the board? You know, how do I how do I take what's going on like? Say I'm trying to figure out how we take the DJ Chipman music and make something special out of it for right now. You know, how do I take once my name drops on the documentary, which is sad because it's almost like, you know, once it drops, people going to be wanting you to be in the moment of like, you know, how you made it, what you was thinking. Then you got to go back to that moment. But you by that time that drop, you're going to be so further down the line on mm. What's my next shit? How do I make this shit work for my next shit? You know what I'm saying? He's right. like, damn, I, I, I got to stop and talk about this shit, you know? So right. that's, that's a weird space to be in. Like when you behind the scenes and you, you know, your name, you, you kind of out of the way, you don't have to think about, you don't have to think about it when it drop or you don't have to think about the post drop conversation because you're literally on to the next shit. It's like, you know, boom, get it done, get it out of here. Get it done, get it out of here. Get it done, get it out of here. And then, you know, you, you know, at this point, you really realize that, damn, I could have leveraged that a lot better. I could have made a different kind of step. I should have stayed on that step and built off of that step instead of, you know, Kobe shotting that bitch into the trash. You know what I'm saying? Or into the, the done, you know what I'm saying? The, you know, the done column of your to-do list. So it's almost like, all right, come up with it, get it done, you know what I'm saying? And instead of moving on, doing it and repeat, you got to, all right, get it done, all right, put it in the, the spin cycle and see what we can spin out of that. Then, you know what I'm saying? So you got that, a whole ecosystem of every project you're doing and how you're going to utilize it, not only to entertain your audiences, but to help advance your your next platform to how you gonna express your ideas and and put thoughts in the culture. So I'm been that, and it's a, and you know what I'm saying. Like you said, it's, it's almost a vulnerable space because it's like you feel like you're talking about something that nobody understand. You don't even understand. So how anybody else gonna understand? So it's almost like you know. Be seeing the hot, seeing the sausage being made. You know what I'm saying? It's these random ass thoughts that all got to come together into something special, right? So these right now are the random ass thoughts of Ali Muhammad, and hopefully, you know that three minute ramble made some sense. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. I can dig it. Let me that's ask right. you this: <clears throat> Would you would you consider doing a um? A viewing party of that that uh the show that you on the Miami uh whatever whatever like it don't yeah you know. yeah 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 I would even though I yeah. haven't seen it 
So I don't know which right. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Nigga, find out you ain't even in that shit. You gonna know no, no. you gonna in it, but even no, still, no. it's like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that should be you know weird. You don't bubble. know which which quotes they done clipped out. You know what I'm saying? I'm already worried about one. I'm already worried by one quote. I don't know if that right. was you. I was talking to. What's I that? Was, I was. It's a. It's a part of that story. You know, I'm. I'm talking about Miami. I'm talking about Luke. And um, uh-huh. there's one part where, um, I talk about when Luke. And Death Row was beefing, and okay. how, and when at Jack the Rapper, the fight that broke out, fight, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I talked about it on here before, where mm-hmm. the Miami boys, you know, pretty much mopped up the Death Row boys, in a, mm-hmm. in a brawl, in like a all out brawl, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, you tell that story, and then because you from Miami. You want to end it, but you know what I'm saying? You 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 kind of like proud that the Miami niggas came out on top, mm-hmm. right? And so right. you, I might have been telling the story with too much glee. <laughs> too, <laughs> much gusto. too much gusto. Like you wanted. Want yeah, exactly. I don't want to blow back, like, you know what I'm saying? Be right. misconstrued as if, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I'm right. making some type of, uh, you know, derogatory uh, gesture towards, you know what I'm saying, any of my. my West Side Brethren <laughs> wind up in beef with whack 100. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, God, oh, damn, I was just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a historian, my dude. It, it, that was just colorful context, y'all. That's all that I was. was. I was just trying to set the scene. I was just dead. So, so I don't I know if do they're going to put that in there or not. You know what I'm saying? But that's funny. I was thinking Imagine about Imagine they what, put it in there and they add the Batman sound effects and, and <laughs> bam! <laughs> Reenactment. They just get some niggas to do a reenactment. Right. Everybody so. got on uh University of Miami jerseys. Right. You just see niggas with Jerry curls getting knocked off all over. It was something like that, but it wasn't UM jerseys. It was these uh yellow Luke Record Luke Record shirts, but it had Cowards and Compton on the front. Oh man, because you know that was their response to uh, Dre Day or whatever, yeah. you know. And that was that was pugilism and promo at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, don't forget, we got a single out, nigga. Yeah, take Cow- this. Cowards in Compton. So get sprayed and deep. That yeah, shit. that now that was that was a spinoff of you know it always went down there. Cowards from Broward get sprayed and date. So Broward, oh, wow. Broward County okay. is like the neighboring county where Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood okay. and Hallandale, all of those, all of those cities. But you know what I'm saying? It was like they not Miami. So okay. Miami niggas always be like, Cowards from Broward get sprayed and date. That's funny. But now everybody that lived in Dade pretty much live in Broward right now. So I guess it's, <laughs> that don't carry over too well. Right, right, right. That didn't age. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they just oh, they man, just adjusted cool, it for Compton. Like, yeah, it should be cool. Like, yeah, I would. I, I mean, I should think about doing that. Cool little situation. What's that? That's like the nineteenth, I think. It come out July nineteenth. If the SLS knew better, they would host that shit for the love. <laughs> <laughs> For the love with, yeah. with complimentary cocktails Called the I'm sorry All Right <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry Exactly the, Let so me get a amends nice. on the rocks Please No doubt yeah, No man. doubt 
No, let me see what date that is. July 19th is a what? It's a Tuesday. Uh, a ah, nice recording live. Right, right, right. right. Well, <laughs> hold up. Where you going to be where, on Atlanta, where, huh? Yeah, where you going to be? I'm going to be probably in New York. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I could be in New York, possibly. Maybe. Probably not, though. <laughs> probably uh, not though cause it does uh, yeah we'll see we'll we gotta see. do that at some point again yeah 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 I, I mean situation. we've recorded this podcast for the last two years in, virtually in like virtual, a motherfucker in silos yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's wild but we kept going we ain't stopped now we committed we ain't miss a step not one week <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know what all through the pandemic through the pandemic bro it was you know what I'm saying? That's that's something to, you know what I'm saying, that, you know. That's something to, you know, feet. pat yourself on the back by, man. That'll stick to it Absolutely. at its finest. That, that definitely I ain't gonna lie, that definitely is one of them things. I was like, well, I'm committed to this shit. I did this. <laughs> we did this throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? You know when you gotta take account? Right. You know what I'm saying? What you've been doing, you look at one of the moments in the medicine cabinet where you're talking to yourself. Right. Like put that in the in the check box. No doubt. Um, Yeah, that oh, you know, <clears throat> that um, that's 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 something, man. That's something, and we gonna yeah. continue. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Shit. Shit. It's time to transform and roll out. Since we didn't tell them, yeah. <laughs> unless you had some more to say. It's never nothing to say after you say transform and roll out. <laughs> nah, it can still, it's never, it can still nothing go. To say. It's, it's like okay, your whole mind just shut down. I thought you was, I thought you <laughs> was you leading towards the, the benediction. The way you was, about, was talking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way you was talking, planned. I ain't know. I thought that was that, that was third verse. I thought that was the end. We out. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, shit. It is what it is. Until next week, or until uh, yeah, until what? Until next week. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.